0: some time the cucumber is untold till you soak it in
1: Welcome to brine time, everybody. I'm Jeremiah Coughlin. Let's talk. I don't know. I couldn't think of anything clever to say that time. Picks. I was on a, I was on a pretty good streak there you for were. a minute. But uh, yeah, we'll talk pickles baseball. Welcome, everybody. The return of one of my favorite guest co-hosts, the man with the golden voice, Joe Simons, the other half of my PA team. At Walker Stadium. How you doing, buddy?
2: Well, I hope I'm one of your favorite. You've only had what, three, four other people? I gotta be I gotta be on the top five, right?
1: You are easily in the top five.
2: I'm doing yes. great. I'm excited to talk picks baseball. There's a lot to get to.
1: Well, between yeah, between the two of us, who knows more about it, really? I mean, in day in, day out, we're out there. We're, we're living watching it. it.
2: We're breathing it. Been there That's since right. day one.
1: What did you do this weekend away from the park? Did you have a good, nothing special?
2: No, I went to, very special, I went to a 95-year-old's birthday party in Redmond, oh, yeah. and uh, had a whole bottle of wine, and played golf with a four-year-old, so it was, it was a, that was all in one afternoon, so it was a, it was a jam-packed weekend, and played some golf with my pop. <laughs> good little Saturday. A uh, nice little Saturday. Yeah. How was yours?
1: How many days a week do you play golf, Joseph? Only like one or two. One or two, but every week? Pretty much every week. In the summertime?
2: Yeah. My body is breaking down. It's not it's not ideal. But we're not here to talk about my rapidly aging body. We're here to talk about young bodies of the Portland Pickles. That did not come out. Oh, we're leaving. I it. We're leaving it I in. I know you are. I know you are.
1: <laughs> Go ahead. I love it. Yeah. Well. The Pickle Report is pretty one-sided at this point. The picks are hot, and everybody knows it. White hot. They they are, and it's fun to watch. It's been amazing. They just swept the Walla Walla Sweets from Walla Walla, Washington, the home of Hal Langvoit. And... <laughs> House wine. <laughs> That's right. Official sponsor of Brine Time. And the Portland Pickles. And the Portland Pickles. So we're sorry that liver. that happens. And yeah, I like that you said you drank a whole bottle of wine all by yourself. Like, you could do that. It was white wine. Very low alcohol content. Yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> saying. Maybe four bottles of wine, but one bottle of wine? You're bragging about that? Oh, that
2: I thought you were saying the opposite. You're saying that I'm bragging about drinking one bottle of wine as if that is a lot to drink. Kind of. But it's not very much in your estimation.
1: Yeah. One bottle of wine?
2: Well, it was it was ninety-eight in Redmond, and uh, you know, the wine was cool. And I thought I was, at least for a little bit.
1: You are. You're cool to me. The coolest. Have we talked about the pickles yet? Not even a little bit. Okay. Oh well, a little bit. They won their Ford Straight Series. By sweeping the Walla Walla Suites, they had two walk-offs against Cowlitz last week. Uh, split by one tough one. What did they lose that one? Seven to nothing. And then, yeah, Velveeta Cheese Night was epic. I mean, just all around epic. It was something. What a night. What a night. What a night. Picks of one, nine
2: of ten. They have the third best record in the West Coast League. If not for those dastardly Corvallis Knights. Ugh they'd be in first in the South division.
1: Yeah. Well, and they, you know, I mean, they were looking up at Ridgefield there for a minute, no longer. And yeah, I think it's a good place to start going into the second half, right? Because that's, that's where our playoff hopes are going to lie, right? At this point, we're mathematically eliminated from winning the first half. So second half, here we come. So just keep the momentum going. And exactly. The good news is next week, After the the break here, we've got another series with the Walla Walla Sweets that we just swept, and it's at home. So, the friendly confines of Walker Stadium.
2: Should be a good opportunity to continue this trend in the right direction, Jeremiah. Headed into the break. The All-Star break's coming up.
1: Yeah, it's been interesting to hear that there is no All-Star festivities for the uh, West Coast League this year. Yeah.
2: Do you have any background on that? Do you know much about that?
1: Well, I mean, I know that in past seasons there's been a, a home run derby. They did a home run derby in Port Angeles where they actually like hit them into the ocean.
2: Yeah, you and Chase went up for cool. that, didn't you?
1: We went to Port Angeles for just a regular season mm. game, but they I mean they used to I almost said televise, but they broadcast the home run derby a couple of years ago and Yeah, I mean, there was an all-star game and players were named all-stars of the West Coast League. And it, it appears like this season there really isn't anything like that. And I'm not really sure where the delineation between the first half and the second half even is. It seems kind of different than it has been in previous years. And I don't know if that's just because we don't have as many teams or, yeah, exactly what. What is um, the catalyst for that? But at this point, it just there hasn't been very much communication. And I've asked some higher ups within the pickles organization about it. And they're they're like, you have as much information as I do, dude. I'm
0: like, Well, oh,
2: it, okay. as long as they're naming all stars, I'll be happy about that because there'll be some picks on that roster.
1: Which, yeah, we don't know if they are or not. I hope they do. I mean, I think well, that's it. That'd be an important thing if you were if you were one of them. Pickles, 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 pickles,
0: pickles, pickles,
1: pickles. All right, pickle nation. Time now for inside the jar this week. Joe and I are joined by two local sports anchors, broadcasters, celebrities—however you want to slice it. AJ McCord of coin and travis tyke also of coin aj's also on 1080 the fan with her daily show aj and dusty they had recently been out to walker stadium for the Velveeta cheese night so things got a little crazy enjoy I played around with the mic a little bit, Joe. I turned the gain down a little bit. We'll see. The gain was, sounds perfect, buddy. Does it sound good? Yeah, it sounds good. On the first one, it was a little, you can just hear me, asthmatic breathing, which is, you know, <laughs> just such a crowd pleaser. People people really, it's like, if if I don't get anything from this podcast, I want to know that this guy is obese and possibly <laughs> dying, right, right? Right in front of our ears.
0: Oh, my God. That's what we're here well, we for. Should,
1: we need to do this every
0: week. I this is know. This is, we haven't even started. We haven't well, even I mean, started. Well, we are recording. Uh, so. Yeah,
1: it's everything's fair game from this point on.
0: Yep.
1: I like that you, I mean, I don't like that you had to ask that this was on camera, too. Like, where Joe usually doesn't even have a shirt on, but, you know, AJ's like, <laughs> well, I have to be it was
2: Okay, it's... to be fair, it was 116 degrees in a room <laughs> without air conditioning, and Blazer Todd did not mind.
1: So everything was fine. <laughs> yeah.
0: Everything was fine. It was all fine.
1: That's good stuff. So AJ McCord and then Travis, Travis, your last name's Tyke. Tyke. Yep. Yep. I even said it right. Most people, when they see that, they don't, they
3: they don't guess that. Well done.
1: That was, yeah. I was just remembering from when you told me the other night. So I'm glad I recalled that. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Travis has might be the only person on this call that hasn't thrown out a first pitch at a pickles game though. That's true. I we I'm more than happy to change that.
0: He's probably the one who could throw the best pitch too. I that <laughs> I don't know if
3: that's true. But well, you
0: didn't see mine. I'd get nervous. Good. I'd
3: get nervous on the spot.
1: It's always kind of funny to see how people react in that situation. Like Joe, uh, Jake and I, the former co host of this podcast, maybe someday again co-host of this podcast. We did one at the same time. And he was very competitive about like doing a better job than me. And then he bounced his and I didn't. So I'll always have that, you know, no matter what happens. Hope you're listening, Jake, out there, wherever you are.
2: AJ, do you feel pressure after your pretty famous pitch from the hops?
0: Yes. Where you pulled off.
2: So what was what is the name of that gymnastics move that you pulled off prior to throwing the pitch?
0: Just a one handed cartwheel.
2: I mean you said like a any of us cartwheel. can do that besides you. <laughs> but
0: so you've thrown
2: subsequent first pitches since then. No. No. That's so are the you,
0: last one.
2: Are you are you officially retired because that set way too high of a bar?
0: I feel like the problem is that I might get asked to do it again and it won't go as well as it did. Because that was the only we practiced. I practiced that pitch ad nauseum. Every other one was like, Oh, it went into the dugout. Oh, it went way too high. Oh, it bounced. So I don't think I'll ever be able to throw it as well again.
1: I couldn't do a four handed cartwheel just in case we're taking, <laughs> if we're keeping score on that, let alone one, if I had two extra hands, I couldn't do a cartwheel. I've tried recently and <laughs> With it was two extra was, hands. Well, just the two I have, I oh, thought it'd okay. be funny to like do it onto stage at helium during the open mic and I actually broke the stool. I like my legs landed on the stool and it snapped one of the legs clean off of it, Oh which no. is also kind of cool. You know, if you're getting into some kind of like fisticuffs or something, just do a cartwheel, <laughs> break a stool. And then it's like a whole roadhouse thing that yeah. happens directly after that.
0: I, or like you can aim at a person instead of a stool. Do real Could damage happen. if it comes to fisticuffs.
1: Was a guy who did that in the UFC fight the other night who tried to like do a backflip onto a guy? Did you guys see that? No. no, it didn't work, but it was it looked pretty cool. He well, the that's... guy was on the ground and the other guy turned around and tried to do a backflip and like I don't know, <laughs> kick him in the face, but. Didn't work. It was on the undercard. <laughs> you know, after
3: but, we we met the other day, I turned to AJ and I said, I'm pretty, it was either you or my girlfriend, Chris, and I was like, I, I'm pretty sure ask. I saw Jeremiah at Helium. I, I go all the time. I was like, I'm pretty sure I've seen
1: a couple of his sets before. I was like, he was the guy. It's possible. Yeah. So, yeah are you I still
3: performing s- right now that things are opening back up?
1: Yeah. So at this point, I'm doing a lot of pickle stuff right now with including brine time. And then, I mean, we're at the park. I don't even want to count, but we've done a lot of games in the last (laughs) six weeks and I'm still getting out. I'm doing a lot of local stuff, trying to keep it close to home. When everything first kind of opened back up, I was doing a lot of things that were in areas that were a little more open, uh, like Mm -hmm. Idaho, Montana, Eastern Oregon, that kind of stuff, you know, where the pandemic ended early. Uh where I was able to kind of go to those places a little earlier. <laughs> right. And <Fantastic> then ended
0: <laughs> early.
1: You know, they just got lucky. It's
3: crazy how that works out.
1: Yeah. And then um, yeah, coming up, just I got a lot of stuff coming up. As soon as the pickle season ends, it's back on the road for every weekend. Gotcha. Almost through December at this point is where wow. my calendar is. We'll like, try to so.
3: catch you catch you before you go hit the road up for another set. That'd that'd be a blast. Yeah,
0: we love Helium.
1: Yeah. And by Let's we only
0: have been once. So hey. We'll make it happen.
1: We'll make (laughs) it happen. So tell me uh, about your experience at Walker Stadium the other night. Like what?
0: Oh, my God.
1: You've been to Pickles games before, AJ. I know I've seen you there, but um, Travis, what had you been to Walker Stadium before? Was that that your first Pickles game? That was my first Pickles game. And I tell you, we several times
3: throughout the night, uh, the baseball was great, but the atmosphere Was incredible. And several times throughout the night, whether it was you or the crowd or the mascot, we had tears like streaming down our face because we were laughing so hard. I mean, we were in the was it it was was when the game was getting kind of tense in in, like the top of eight. And uh, Dylan, Mr. Pickle, he just walks over to the Cowlitz County dugout. And he just before he started even stretching in their faces, he just stared at them with a blank stare, just turns for a minute. It just dead still, and I was losing my mind. I, I was, I was just hysterical. We were all just, we were laughing so hard, so te- wiping tears away from my eyes. It was so. <laughs> to be so fair, funny. that's the
1: only expression he has. <laughs> yeah,
3: that's true. <laughs> I mean, it is, but he was so still. It was like he was a statue for a minute, and then he started stretching in front of him. And oh my gosh, it was so much fun. And the way that particular game ended, we got a walk off. You know, so that yeah. was we we got a great ball game on top of it. But the environment was incredible. And I tell you what. If I ever need Velveeta cheese, I know where I need to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and
0: it was a walk-off because they left him in, which was my favorite part of oh, the yes. entire thing. <laughs>
1: That's a new thing. I just started that pretty recently. The leave him it. in chant is really catching on. At first I was like, is this poor sportsmanship? I'm too soft. I feel bad for the kids. <laughs> we do this yeah. thing,
2: AJ and Travis, I-, I don't know if you caught it. There's a pickle batter. So it's the seventh person in the lineup mm-hmm. for the opposing team every game. And if that poor kid strikes out, everyone goes nuts because there's one dollar pickles in the party deck. And I always secretly root for that kid to like hit a double
1: to kind of stick it to everyone in the crowd. I'm just soft. I feel bad for him. (laughs) I asked one of them. I asked him. I was like, does this affect you? He's like, yeah, we feel bad. We don't like this. It feels bad when we strike out.
3: When when the first Leave Him enchant happened to quote AJ in that moment, she goes, oh, he has a family.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, AJ. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Oh, but, I don't but to care. be fair, it by the great. end of the game, yeah. when you said they left him in, I was like,
1: yeah! <laughs> yeah, they left him in. Yeah. Well, and you guys also, to make that game memorable, was the uh, manager ejecting the umpire. Oh, that yeah. That was fantastic. Yeah, on top of every... That's got a few views on Twitter with me narrating it, which I think yes. is pretty great. Yeah. You can hear me say, no SWN, into the microphone, <laughs> which I thought was pretty awesome. And then I scream, give him hell. Uh, which I don't think I was supposed to say, but I did it anyway. it's okay. No one, no one's written a letter yet. So yeah, that was pretty, pretty magical. And then they told, they told the manager, Mark Magdaleno that, well, they took the, they took pictures of him because he was sitting like out by the front gate by this big wooden cutout of a pickle. And he just looked very upset. And that's when we were still losing. And I think Ross actually went down and told the players that we can't put this, we're not going to put this on Instagram or Twitter unless you guys win. And so that kind of gave him the motivation to get, get the win so that everyone could like see this, just Mark sitting in a chair, like after he's been kicked out of the game and also threw the umpire out of the game, which was, I've never seen that before in my life. I mean, that was amazing.
0: Oh, it was on par. It was perfection.
1: I thought
3: we were going to see a Lou Pinello moment. We were sit, sitting on the first base, first base side. And the way he stormed off, I thought he was beeline towards third. I, I was convinced he was going to grab the bag. <laughs> I, I was, I was so ready for it, but he, he still lived up. The performance was, was incredible. Him throwing yeah. out the umpire was just chef's kiss.
1: I, there are some Twitter comments of like, this is embarrassing or something like that. Just some, just some turd. And I, yeah. I have to, bite my tongue because I want to just go at these people and be like, you're probably a lot of fun at parties. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh wait. but I just I got to let it slide. I, I want to defend them. I want to defend everybody on Twitter, but I just got to let it slide. It's
0: let exhausting. It slide. I'd be careful. It's a yeah. Job. I, just,
1: I don't get involved. All right.
2: Random Full one. Time. AJ and Travis, where do you two sit on pickle juice?
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Mm, take it or leave it.
1: Pickle juice sport, though. Oh,
0: won't knock it because I haven't tried it. You might have to pay me to try it.
1: It says functional organic beverage, which is I mean, not—that's not a selling point to me.
3: That's—I mean, this is what like—I mean, this is what you see on football sidelines to like help prevent cramping and this stuff. This is Chris's
0: so. secret sauce or whatever. Yeah, Chris's Stops secret muscle cramps.
3: Yeah, is this. Do you, do you drink? Do you chug a couple of those before you you
1: take the Mike at Pickles games? I've never tried it. Neither have I. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna try it later in the show as part of pickle of the week. It strikes me as repulsive, but
2: there's a pickle juice chugging contest almost every night, and I don't know either they're drunk or they really seem to like it because they suck that baby down.
3: So the, the only time I know I've I've had pickle juice was on my 21st birthday. and It was a whiskey pickle shot. Have you ever had to do one of those shots? Mm. Where you, you you take a shot of whiskey and you you it's you go right back to back with pickle juice to like yeah like numb you know kind of numb the burn. And um, the, pickle juice, the, the pickle juice the pickle juice was behind the whiskey. This is my 21st birthday. I've never been very, very good at taking shots anyway. I spit it back up on people at the bar. And so <laughs> that's my one pickle juice memory where I was like, oh, maybe I should probably tone it down a little bit. So maybe it's time for redemption to do with the pickle juice at a pickles game.
1: That's hilarious. I remember on my not related, but on my 21st, my buddy got me what is called a cement mixer. You ever heard of that? No, and I'm, it's something with cream in it, but then they put lemon juice in it. And when the when cream and lemon juice mix together, it curdles mm. and it's it basically like you take a shot and it turns into cottage cheese in your mouth.
0: No, nope. no, nope.
1: it's 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 I it's really just to ruin mess. somebody's life. It's not. <laughs> no one's supposed to drink that way. It's like, here, just watch what I'm going to do to this guy. <laughs> oh, that's happy, brutal. Happy birthday. So Happy
3: birthday. Love wow. you.
0: But Blah. I didn't spit
3: it out, Travis. Yeah, I know. You're you're a bigger, bigger man than I am. I, I wasn't able to keep it down.
1: <laughs>
0: it's disgusting.
1: All right. We're going to let you guys get out of here. We appreciate you coming on um, and talking a little bit of Pickles Baseball. And thanks for coming out. Anytime you guys want to come out. I mean, I'm sure the organization will take care of you, but you can always hit me or Joe up, and we'd cool. love to have you. And if you ever want to have Joe and I, you know, like on 1080, we'd love to do that as long as we yeah. don't have to, like, fight big Suk or anything i mean i would Mm -hmm. if i had to but
0: um i don't see me forcing you to do that i don't (laughs) not a prerequisite for sport you know like
1: unless (laughs) you pull the the helium move where you start tumbling into leg chairs right if you start tumbling then (laughs) i mean we've all heard the stories of aj's gladiator games that happen in the parking (laughs) lot at 1080 every weekend we all know about it
0: yep that's me gladiator aj (laughs) it's my other nickname
1: all right. Well, hey, thanks for coming on. This is great. It's good to talk with you guys, and uh, I'm sure we'll be in contact more.
0: Sweet. Awesome. Anytime. Let's go,
2: Hey, folks. This week's Brine Time is brought to you by Kraken Strength. Never heard of them? Well, Kraken Strength is the premier strength and conditioning facility in the Portland area. They offer group fitness classes, advanced competitive and sports-specific training. At Kraken Strength, you'll find a community of fitness, knowledgeable staff, and the support you need to successfully meet your goals, no matter what level of fitness you're starting out at. They're located in Tigard, Oregon, and you can check them out at KrakenStrength.com. Be sure to tell them the Brine Time Boys sent you.
1: House Wine is a proud partner of Brine Time, lovingly produced in Walla Walla, Washington by winemaker Hal Landvoit. For every case sold of their Rainbow Edition Sparkling Rosé, $2 is donated to the Human Rights Campaign. Thank you to Housewine for your support of Brian Time. Fear and Loathing in Tacoma is the newest podcast from comedian Jeremiah Coughlin, where he interviews rock stars, comedians, and generally interesting people about their psychedelic experiences. New episodes every Friday. Check it out on Podcast Republic, iTunes, and everywhere you get your podcasts. Sometimes hilarious, sometimes terrifying, always interesting. This is Fear and Loathing. It is time. What's happening now?
2: I know. So, yeah, there's an epic... Folks, we're going to pull back the curtain real quick. There is a (laughs) Home Run Derby swing off happening right now Otani is involved he's facing Soto I think it's I think I think they each get three swings right now Jeremiah it doesn't matter you're gonna cut all this out anyway
1: no I'm not I'm leaving it it's in the pot otani I- looks like he's going to pass out he's so tired oh goodness. so Soto
2: okay so Soto hit did he just hit three home runs on all three of his swings? Well, the right. one
1: of the one of the pitches went behind him. I don't yeah. know if you saw that.
2: So Otani has to now hit three home runs on three swings to stay in the home run derby. This is <laughs> this is really exciting. But also like incredibly dumb at the same time. Like, don't they have a better way to figure this out? You have to have so Otani has to hit 32 home runs at least to advance out of the first round. That's crazy, town. Just Swinging a baseball bat 32 times sounds exhausting, let alone connecting to put it over a fence in a major league park.
1: Yeah, I was listening on the radio. They were interviewing. I don't think it was Soto. I think it was whoever won the last one, and he was saying that he probably swung the bat between six and 700 times to win the last one with, like, uh, BP beforehand and warm-up and everything.
2: Well, that's the thing is, like, you know, in years past some of the big name home run hitters would like wouldn't do the home run derby because it's like oh I want to rest and fans would get on them like oh what you can't take 10 swings and it runs and yeah. you watch something like this and
1: the first round there i I think whoever gets out of this round is probably not gonna win no because this they is- will have twice as many swings as the next person
2: well I'll tell you what no one's gonna care who wins the home run derby. This is this is the event now is is these two guys against each other. This is this is what matters. I mean, not to you because you have you know other reasons to care, but that's it. Otani's out. Wow. Oh, dang it.
1: I'm behind you. I didn't know Spoiler that. Spoiler alert, still... folks. If you've yeah, DVR'd no the kidding. home run derby and you
2: haven't watched it until Wednesday night, I'm very sorry, but Otani is not gonna win.
1: <laughs> it's fine. It's for you, Alabiller. That's that is for Alan Miller. All right. How about pickle of the week? This this is is unprecedented. Easy.
2: It is easy,
1: but I feel weird about it.
2: I almost text you before you made the decision because I was like, I know you're a traditional man. You want to stick with what you've done and pick a new pickle of the week. But considering the week this fella had, he can't be denied.
1: I just honestly think that I was ahead of the the curve a little bit. You really were being pickle of the week a week before he's named the West Coast Leagues Moss Adams player of the week. So they pick a player and a pitcher within the West Coast League. Moss Adams don't know who Moss Adams is, but Leo Mosby is the Moss Adams West Coast League player of the week. And he is Brian time. Pickle of the week for the second week in a row.
2: Mosby maniacs rejoice, your boy comes through again. Leads the pickles in average, home runs.
1: He's like 4th in the league, ribbies. 3.51. Yeah. Kids in the MVP hunt, Jeremiah, there's no denying it. And just for me personally, with you out last week, I know you're a big Mosby maniac and I was like, "Man, I almost feel a little bit guilty." For making him pickle of the week, but he had those five RBIs. And now he went not back to back, but nearly close enough, back to back walk offs, two walk offs in three games, and then just kept mashing and walla walla. Yeah. Went, you know, three for four. Just insane. Insane. The kid is clutch. He's really good. He's quiet. He's nice. I love him. And you yeah.
2: actually have something to give him. Oh, I can't wait.
1: Yeah, by the time this comes out, it'll be all over. But mm. yeah, the Pickle of the Week medallion. Isn't that great? That's I fun. love it. I've seen it's the gonna-
2: pictures. I'm sure they're all over social media now.
1: Not quite. Nope. Well, yeah, they will be. Yep. They will be. People will see it.
2: I can't wait. Congrats, Leo. Well-deserved. Such a good dude.
1: All right. Well, Pickle of the Week always comes with... A little bit of something pickled. Oh, you let know, me know. I was thinking about this the other day. Go ahead.
2: Thank you, Colleen, for squirreling me some. I'm gonna go to the fridge and get mine.
1: Yeah, I hope you've chilled it since it sat in the sweltering heat all day. Yeah. So, Joseph, I mean, this is a long standing tradition on Brian time. But you know, I thought about this the other day and you know, being that it's the Portland pickles and it's pickle of the week the host of Brian time are going to ingest something pickled. And they were just, this thought came into my head, like, why couldn't they be the Portland cookies? You know, why couldn't they be the Portland spare ribs? You know, just something that over three seasons of ingesting <laughs> something pickled, you know, I mean, why couldn't they be the, the Portland T-bone steaks?
2: I gotta say, you know? It's it's pretty impressive that you and Jake have come up with a varietal of pickle for every episode.
1: So many things. We just had the first repeat pickle of the week pickle last week, and now the first repeat player pickle of the week. So you know, if 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 they're hot, they're hot, right? You can't So So what do we what what do we have? Yeah. This week we have this is a scary Pickle bottle. juice sport. It's a functional organic beverage. There's instructions and Shake like well warnings. and prior to or during exercise to prevent muscle cramps. The onset to stop exercise induced or nighttime cramps, which is pretty funny because not six days ago, I woke up with a cramp in my left calf that would not stop buddy. You ever felt like you're just going to, your legs going to snap just like a
2: softball. I I woke up with a softball in my calf and like, it took a week to go away. Now I know the antidote pickle juice. So wait a minute. You preside over drunk people drinking these very, very quickly. So are we going to, are we going to race? Are we going to drink these
1: quickly? You know, I thought about it. It's up to you, Joe. I don't want to do it
2: because I'm on my couch and I'm very competitive. And the last thing I want, is my girlfriend to come home and say, Why does the couch smell like pickles? And I was like, Talk to the cat. I don't know what he was doing when I wasn't around.
1: Yeah, there's nothing I can do about that. Well, it smells like pickles, it's a clear liquid. All right. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Pickle of the week. Oh, it's very salty at first.
2: You know what that tastes like? The juice of a pickle. I love Brooke Olsendam, but I, I I can't understand why she loves this stuff. Jeremiah, I folks, if you know a local comedian that wants to perform at Walker Stadium, Ooh. let me know because I don't know if Jeremiah is gonna make it out tomorrow.
1: <laughs> I started laughing with it in my mouth, and then I was like, of all the things that have ever like shot out of your nose, yeah. Pickle juice is not what you want. That's not the spit take you wanna do, but it started to happen, so I had to I had to dump it. It had to go because <laughs> just the just Joe saying, I you know what this tastes like? And in my mind, I'm like, yeah, kind of like if it wasn't the people who chug them, they're not refrigerated. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's such
2: a good point. That is foul. My yeah. goodness. Hey, why don't you make the interns do more contests? I'd, I'd get a real kick out of that. I guess they're very sober that, you know,
1: some of them <laughs> that we know of. It's um, I just want to get all the benefits now that I've started it. Well, that that's what I'm like. I'm oh, at- if it's going to make my muscles feel better. Right. I went to crack uh, and strength this morning. Did you? Yeah. Oh, hey, did you did you throw away the cap of your pickle sport? Take a look oh, at no. that. You got
2: a, you got a little message in there.
1: Oh, what's it say? Working for you
2: and with you. Mine says drink, hydrate, perform, repeat.
1: Oh, it's like a little fortune cookie. What a
2: product. It's made by the Pickle Juice Company.
1: Yeah, the Pickle Juice Company in Mesquite, Texas.
2: Their portfolio doesn't sound very
1: diverse. Does this? Oh, there's a deposit on this, though. Get your 10 cents back, but.
2: Uh, it's sugar free caffeine free gluten free no just protein, that salty
1: allergens just that salty bit at first that gets me. I actually don't mind the vinegar like the briny part, but just that real salty it's I don't know if you've ever drank salt water on accident or yeah, like I've been when in you the used ocean. to well have you ever like lost a tooth and you had to they say to like swish your mouth out with salt water
2: mm you remember yeah. that? Yeah, my mom always made me do it when I had a sore throat.
1: <laughs> Woo! Well, mine's gone, so I won the contest. I tricked you into it—the <laughs> slowest chucking chuck contest ever. <laughs> me and Leo Mosby are the real champs here, folks. Uh purpose-built formula. Yeah, I don't like the I don't like the word "functional" used to describe my beverages, but. Yeah, I'm saving that, getting the $0.10 cents back. Uh, what would you rate it, Joe, if you had to give it? That's a fielder's choice right there. Yeah, didn't make it out of the batter's box. Fielder, fielder <laughs> didn't make it out of the batter's box. He he fouled it off his leg and never got back up. <laughs> no, but uh, at the same time, I can't say right now, especially, you know, the functionality. If it really actually makes me feel better, then. Well will
2: tell you what. Why don't we pause the podcast? We'll regroup in 11 hours and see how we feel.
1: That is actually something we can do if you want. But I also kind of just- feel like I got a burp, which I don't want to do. Yeah. The last thing I want to do is a pickle juice sport burp. <laughs> uh, oh, no, there
2: was. <laughs> Great acoustics, buddy. Whew. I know what there was fe- no fighting it. I'm, I'm going to have a burp, but it's going to be in, like, 90 seconds. It's, like, slowly. It's almost yeah. like a cartoon of, a, of, of like, human anatomy where it's, like, building up.
1: This up brine is just, like, just churning inside you. <sighs> it's, wow. Yeah. Well, and I've actually heard feedback from people that have done the pickle juice drinking contest uh-huh. that it kind of messes with your guts a little bit, you know, where it's just like, ooh, especially, you know, if you just do it on an empty stomach like I just did. And you just suck all down. You know, I think it's definitely more of a, I don't know. You can let it go. Let it go in the mic, Joe. Let's hear it. It's not even a burp. It's just, wait. Yeah, oh, it's just sort of it. like a feeling. Yeah. Just like a tightness in your chest. Am I having a heart attack? Is this killing me?
2: You, you, you might be, but there's no muscle cramps, so you don't have to worry about that.
1: Yeah, it's not my muscles. My heart is a muscle, but. My God. Leo Mosby back to back Jacks and a boy Leo pickle of the week I can't wait to present him with the medallion that's real chain by the way too like uh I was showing Julia my wife and uh, the pictures she was like is that a real chain I was like yeah she goes isn't it heavy it's like yeah it's heavy you know these kids are strong they're gonna love it you know people Jeremiah you should make it a
2: thing where like I pre- you should present the pickle of the week like in a ceremony, like as part of the pregame stuff. You know what I mean? Like before the first pitch pickle of the week, Leo comes out, like stands on third base. You put it around his neck, yada, yada, yada.
1: Yeah. You could narrate
2: that. Exactly. We have microphones. They can't stop us.
1: That's true. Yeah. I mean, as long as you're on board. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it tomorrow night. Love it.
0: Next up. It's your pickles. Catcher. Max. Shore.
1: Go Max. Rally outside. Rally outside. Rally outside. Midflix. Midflix. Joe loves Midflix. You get it? This is one of my favorite segments. I love I love Ghosts of Baseball Pass. I love Inside Inside Baseball. But Midflix really gets to the heart of me, you know? I really just love I love movies and I love sports movies and especially baseball movies. But the bad news is we let Joe pick the movie this week. Mm. And I don't I don't like this movie. You don't like like it. it? I didn't like it when I saw it in the theater. I didn't like it. I watched the entire thing last night. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. I watched it last night. And there's there's certain things I do love about it. I mean, a young Chris Pratt before the office. He's like the 11th lead in the movie. Hey, it's still he's one of those guys when you seem like, oh man, I forgot he was even in this. But the, you know, I mean, he was very young, and he plays uh Scott Hatterberg, mm-hmm. who's a Washington State guy, right?
2: I can't confirm or deny that. I'll take your word for it.
1: Well, I can confirm that because the side note to all of this is that former Portland Pickle, and current WSU student Kyle Manzardo was drafted at the 63rd spot today in round two today. He was drafted 63rd by the Tampa Bay Rays. That's amazing. Yeah.
2: Congratulations.
1: Kyle Manzardo, Coeur kid. We're going to get him on the podcast. But by them uh, taking him...
2: I can't wait to see how you're going to tie this back to the movie.
1: Oh, it's going to happen. The selection by Tampa Bay makes Manzardo the highest drafted position player from WSU since Scott Hatterberg. Ah, well Was done. taken 43 overall in the 1991 MLB draft. See that. As as a former
2: newsman, that makes me happy because all they want you to do is take a big story and find the local angle. And that's exactly what you did right there, buddy. A plus. A plus plus.
1: I just I just clicked on the article when I saw the Pickles post that Manzardo got drafted. And the fact that they said he was the highest position player since Scott Hatterberg. And actually, I think in the movie, they say uh when they go to his house. They go to Scott Hatterberg's house. If nothing else, King Five News is on the TV, and it's New Year's Eve. King Five, and so you know that's a Washington State thing, right there, right? Cairo, King, Como, you know.
2: Yeah, I I I know no? Washington call letters. You don't have to, you don't have to quiz me on this. K H Q will go to Spokane as well. Yeah, I get yeah. it. Yeah. So here's my thing with Moneyball.
1: Yeah, tell me why you love this crappy movie that's uh, the least quotable baseball movie in the entire planet. That's
2: crazy. I like it because most baseball movies are exactly the same. They're all sort of an archetype of the natural, which I just watched recently for the first time. And in that movie, you basically see Major League, a league of their own. Sandlot Rookie of the Year to an extent, the ones made for kids, going all the way up until you get to Moneyball, which is unlike any other sports movie because it deals with like a very specific aspect of baseball, a very quote unquote boring aspect of sports. Like, you know, the really, I, I'll say it this way now it's probably not as like outside of the box as it was when the movie was released. 10 years ago and certainly not 20 years ago when the movie is based on that season, right? Where Billy Bean is like this total outlier
1: athletics, right?
2: Trying to save his job, trying to figure out anything. They make a really compelling story out of something that shouldn't be a compelling story. And probably a lot of that has to do with the book because it was written so well by Michael Lewis. I think it's one of, if not Brad Pitt's best performances in a movie, Jonah Hill is great. Philip Seymour Hoffman is Probably the best actor of this century. I don't know if I've ever seen anyone so miscast in a role in my entire life. Like I love Philip Seymour Hoffman, but it's really weird to see him play Art Howe, like a baseball manager that I remember as a kid. It just makes me chuckle each time. But I think it is the best sports movie of this century. I I, I think it's that good of a movie. Every single time I rewatch it, I find something more that I like out of it. And it's interesting because Brad Pitt, I feel is like, it feels like he's playing himself to an extent, but it's a very, very likable character. Like, he he's played a lot of insane roles, but it feels like this is one of the most, like, normal dudes he's ever played in a movie, and that makes it really compelling. Like, just his interactions with people, the way he interacts with the staff, and the chemistry with Jonah Hill is fantastic. It's a really well-written movie. I think the directing is great. It's really well-paced. The crescendo of the movie, you mentioned Chris Pratt and that winning streak. All of that is great. Um, the daughter and the song. Yeah. You, you, yeah. Come on.
1: Yeah, Dad, you're such a loser. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah.
2: What an ending to the movie and the whole Fenway Park aspect of it. It's
1: Which they're still, you know, like the the Fenway, whatever, the group was still... Uh, courting him up until, like, this year. They're still trying to get him to become part of, uh, what is that, the Ford family or Henry? Whatever the Henry
2: family, I think, yeah. Henry
1: family, yeah. yeah. Well, they were Yeah, they were still trying to get him.
2: And, and it's kind of amazing. 20 years later. Billy Bean is still the general manager of the Oakland Athletics. Yeah. I just think it's, like, a really they do a good job of filling you in on like who Billy Bean is. And like, they make me care about someone that I ostensibly shouldn't care about. Like it's a baseball general manager. Why would I care about someone like that? But they do a really good job of setting up the backstory and how that frames his decisions going forward and why someone would take this big of a risk and why they only care about winning the world series or bust.
1: I think I do. I do. That is like the one quote of the movie is that if you, if you lose the last game of the season, Nobody cares.
2: Yeah. And I think for the Portland market specifically, because, and I'm, I'm going to connect it back to the Blazers, Billy Bean is doing the thing that Damian Lillard's trying to do in Portland. It would mean more to Billy Bean to win a championship in Oakland rather than join the infrastructure of a Boston or a New York. And that's why Dame has remained in Portland, because it would mean more to do it in a place like this rather than joining the Lakers or the Heat or some other organization that's very close to a title. It just means more.
1: Yeah, I'll agree with that. I like your, I like your points, Joseph. Thank you. You have good points. My rebuttal would be the things that I do like about it is the, you know, it's got a pretty good cast of chubby guys, you know, Jonah Hill, Philip Seymour Hoffman. They, they both play pretty well. uh, Chubby guys. Uh, whoever did the cinematography did a really good job of, uh, making the Oakland Coliseum not look like a complete dump, (laughs) which it is just the biggest nut filled turd of a stadium that I've ever been to. And they actually were like, Oh, this is actually kind of a nice place. No, it's, it's the worst. Uh, there is actually a scene where he walks and he goes, that smells getting worse to the maintenance guy. It's like a very aside thing. And he goes, Oh, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. As he walks into the clubhouse, like that smells getting worse. And we all know that there's been pretty, pretty epic failures with the plumbing uh, within uh, the Oakland Coliseum. And, you know, I do, I do like the way they do capture a moment in time. I mean, this was 2002, you know, the Mariners had that big season in 01 and everything that happened outside of that. Um, And just, you know, I went back and I watched the actual footage of uh, Scott Hatterberg hitting Hmm. that actual home run to win the 20th game. And, you know, then kind of the, the lead out of that where it's like you you can't actually change the game. And if you don't win, nobody cares. The thing to me as a baseball fan and as a movie fan is it's just not fun. Right. It's like I get it that it's not supposed to be. But when it comes to baseball movies, like I said, it's not quotable. It's not fun. It's a little, I don't know, maybe self-important for me. Wow. but. You know, that's just what I see. That's just my. And I I, I like the fact I like your point about it being a a different from the standard archetype of baseball sports in general movie. Right. And we've talked about that on the show, how every sports movie, whatever it is, is like the most intense thing that's ever happened. Right. And And these guys, you know, especially like the football, if you've ever watched, you know, like a football that. The, you know, like guys falling on the ground and breaking their arms and that kind of stuff. It's like, you know, that's not every play. Sometimes it's just not like that. So I like that. It does avoid that, right? There's very little action in this movie. Um, but yeah, I see your point. There are things that I liked. I liked uh, the interaction with him and David justice, which who know you know, I know that they took a lot of liberties and sort of, mashed a few people together in, in real life. Um, Jonah Hill's character is, is loosely based on a, another guy. But and- the
2: David Justice thing, I'm just going to interrupt real quick. That's something that I, that's that's a line I remember from the movie because I thought it was really well done where David Justice is in the batting cage and Billy's coming to talk to him and he wants him to work with the young guys. And, you know, Billy's doing a speech and David Justice thinks he has Billy being all figured out. And <clears throat> Billy says, what do you think you're special? And David Justice says, I'm getting paid $15 million. So yeah, maybe I am. And then Billy says, no, I'm paying you $3 million. The Yankees are paying you $12 million not to play for them. That's how special you are. To play against
1: you. Yeah, to yeah, play against play against, them, against yeah. you.
2: Exactly. Yeah. There's lots of those little things where, you know, it's not like Ricky Vaughn coming in and the wild thing and the crowd in Cleveland. And that's not to take away anything from those movies. I friggin love those movies. I've seen those movies hundreds of times. But when you have a different spin on a baseball story, like it's not the same kind of montage that you see in like the old timey movies where it's like, you know, the newspaper spinning around, it's like in Moneyball, they're interweaving like real footage with the stuff that's scripted. And they do such a nice job of blending those together. I, I just think it's flawless. Sorry to interrupt you, Jeremiah.
1: No, that's okay. It's just my show. Do whatever you want. Oh, I thought it was the guest co-host. Ah, no, no, I, I appreciate your opinions. And like I said, I watched the entire thing last night. Good for you. I'm my glad my wife you did. fell asleep, and which people probably do during the movies that you like. And <laughs> <laughs> just that's Lacey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like I said, there are there are redeeming qualities of it. And, you know, who knew that a day later we'd be sitting here talking about Scott Hatterberg? Kyle Manzardo, Pickle Nation, it's all interwoven. It's all interconnected. And for anybody that's played at Walker Stadium to be like a second round pick. That's amazing. I mean, that's, that's not nothing. Before we could go to the show.
2: Before we lock up Netflix and throw away the key, I just have to. What was the last time you saw the movie The Natural starring Robert Redford?
1: You know, I honestly don't think I've ever seen that whole movie.
2: Okay. I. I watched a solid hour of it, and I think that the next time, I think we need to plan out and prepare and watch The Natural because, buddy, that movie is off the rails. It is bonkers. Uh, I think yeah. you get a kick out of it. it it's it, it's a lot of fun and wacky.
0: I want
1: to say, I don't know, maybe not. I think Jake has talked about it. I'll have to go back and look. That might be one that Jake did while I was out of town, but who cares? Let's do it again. Um. Yeah. I'll agree to that. Cool. I know you gotta go, but I do wanna throw this out here. Please. The Wild Wild West League this weekend while you were away. Yeah. We implemented the big wheel. Yeah, how'd that go? Uh people hated it. People <laughs> were angry. Some guy got in my face about it. Really? Uh yeah. Yeah. If you're if you're the guy that came up to the party deck and like wagged your finger in my face what? about how this doesn't matter to you because you guys, you guys only care about yourselves. Uh, wow! No, thank you, sir. That was I
2: told my dad to stop going to games. I can't believe he did, Mr. That to Simons. You. Unbelievable! Right,
1: <laughs> we are fighting. There were a few old white dudes that were like, "The wheel sucks, and so does Picklebot." Um ah. But then also, I let a a young pickle fan, a young wild wild west league fans spin the wheel at the top of each inning i got the crowd involved people were into it people were i mean so i'm gonna say 90 percent of the people yeah. were like hey this is fun this is something else. the players were kind of you know living loose with it and doing you know uh one of the guys was running bases with like an inflatable pickle <laughs> you know and it's like let's have fun that sounds amazing And then, you know, and then there was the people that were like, these kids are here to play ball. And how is this helping them get ready for anything? And it's like, well, it's one game. They know kind of what they signed up for. And they all seemed at the first inning was eight players. They could only have eight defenders. And, like, we, you know, I was like, who's it going to be? What are you going to do? And the, um, the Willamette Wild Bills were like, all right. And, like, they got, you know, and everyone was having a good time with it. And then just, yeah, immediately, uh, I don't know, what do you call a male Karen? But just, you know, we just like, yeah, Darren. very good, Joe. That was points to you, sir. <laughs> that guy's name probably he had like a freedom isn't free shirt just on
2: real Darren energy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like a real, you know, these colors don't run kind of guy. Well,
2: this this basically sounds like social media where 90 percent of the time, most of the people are happy with what's happening. And are not giving an opinion because they're like, "All right, this is cool. It's something different." And then you hear from like four people. Like you could put on a tweet that has six hundred likes, and if you get two negative comments, you're just like, "Why do people hate me?" And it feels yeah. like this sort of thing, especially that dude that got in your face. That's stupid. I hate that guy.
1: Yeah, where he was like, "Oh, you don't really seem to care," and I was like, "Well, I don't. I'm just the guy with the microphone. You like, care I about really
2: making an entertaining experience for everybody, which is what you were doing. That's really rude." I wish I was there, Jeremiah. I would have gotten on that guy's face. We would have we would have taken him down. Taken him down.
1: Well, hopefully he listens to the show he'll be back next week and uh he's going to want to talk to you. You guys are going to do the man dance. That's fine.
2: I mean, I I I just don't understand why he was so upset.
1: I don't know. And I didn't even I didn't even like catch if it was like one of his boys playing or anything like that. It just seemed Oh, well, okay. a little over the top. Either way, where it was Either like Either way. We haven't change the game of baseball fundamentally. It's a gimmick for a game. So settle down, Darren. Everything's fine, Darren. Anyway, have a hot dog. Have a hot dog, buddy. I know we're over. I appreciate you. I appreciate everything that you've done for us. And, you know, it will not be forgotten. Go pickles.
2: Go Pickles. (laughs) (laughs) All right, buddy. Have a good night. I love you. It's
1: disgusting. All right, everybody. We're going to close it up. That is our show. Thank you again to Marimba Mike for the intro music. Dusty Fox for the outro. Come on out to a Pickles game. Say hi. We got Wild Wild West League games this weekend after... The Pickles finish up this series with the Walla Walla Sweets. Then they'll be on the road all next week. So come on out before then and say hi. If you're enjoying the show, follow along at BrianTime underscore pod on Twitter and Instagram. Email us at BrianTime503 at gmail.com. Another quick shout out to the sponsors, Kraken Strength and House Wine. Also, thank you to X-Ray FM. They play the show every Friday at noon on the air. So if you're driving around, need another dose of the brine, check it out. Thank you, Pickle Nation. We'll see you all again real soon. Go Pickles. Yeah. Uh, light the spark out at Lens Park. Cracking wooden bats, slapping, illuminate the dark. Popcorn sunflower seeds pdx and north freshest in the west coast league yeah portland never known to be fickle deep in southeast that's the home of the pickles brine time
0: home of the pickles brine time brine time, brine time. that's the home of the pickles